Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Magnificent Marketing on 360 Talk Radio for Women. I'm your host, Sarah Curcio. Thanks for tuning in every Monday. We're happy to have you here. And if you haven't seen it, um, the 360 app has gotten a new update. So check it out. And if you haven't downloaded it on your phone, definitely download it. So that's the easiest way to listen. Now, as usual, I like to remind you all, if you'd like to subscribe to my free marketing hacks newsletter, just visit my website at sarahsocialstrategy.com. Or if you want to ask me a organic marketing question, join me every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Clubhouse. Now, today I have a guest with me. Her name is Stephanie, but I will pass the mic over to her so she can formally introduce herself. The mic is yours, Stephanie. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you, Sarah, so much for uh, welcoming uh, me uh, to your radio show. Again, uh, my name is Stephanie Montgomery, co-founder of Sestra Now, an international women's empowerment organization. And um, I do appreciate the opportunity to share what we're doing. No, um, thank you for being here. But please feel free to tell the audience in, in a little more detail before we progress with today's topic. Okay, great. So uh, Sestra now is the name of the organization. We started a little over two years ago via a private um, Facebook group. And so Sestra stands for sister in Slavic languages and now is network of women. We are multicultural, multi-ethnic, uh, international women's empowerment organization with a mission of empowering women in all things life. That means mentally, uh, physically, and financially. And we do so uh, via our platform wherein we house um, workshops that are done by, facilitated by our members that are women professionals and like all aspects. Uh, we have accountants and lawyers and um, doctors and, um, you know, uh, blue collar workers, any women in all professions, women that sell all types of products and services as well. Um, we have fitness instruct instructors and, and health advisors and life coaches and you name it, we have it, right? So um, what we've done is to help facilitate in do it in a more seamlessly manner than what we've been doing it, which was manually uh, connecting women in, on an international level, level via our Facebook group and our other social media platforms. We decided to create our own social media platform as our business model is a tripart business model. It is a safe virtual space for women to connect. It is a marketplace that will house the um, products and services of women-owned businesses, as well as a community service aspect, wherein one of our initiatives is Sestranel's Overnight Sanctuary, which is a home for women that are victims of domestic violence that will house them in a safe space for 21 days as we help them as a community of women transition to a safer space. And they will continue to be a part of our sisterhood. So that is our business model. And we're excited to announce the uh, launch of our app. We did a soft launch March 1st, the beginning of Women's History Month. And right now, our app, which again, will allow us to do all that I've said to have a marketplace, a safe social media space, as well as um, facilitate um, the community service initiatives, we'll be able to do all of that on our app, which is in the 
the last part of the beta testing phase, and we expect that it will be available on the Google and Apple Store for all women to join our community, our sisterhood, about, uh, approximately June 1st. So um, right now we have a $5 wait list, app waitlist offer. For $5, any business owner can sign up right now so that they can have 90 days free on the app to promote their business product or service to our community and the world in general. You will get 90 days free and 50% off for any subscription-based price going forward. Otherwise, the app is free for all other women to join in our community and um, and our sisterhood and all of our many activities that we do, that, where we do the things that sisters do, right? Laugh, love, uh, live together and support one another in uh, community. Well, first of all, I have to say I love the name. It's very unique and different. Um, Women's empowerment is perfect for this radio station. I only wish I could have had you on last month during Women's History Month because Mm -hmm. that would have been perfect, a perfect slam dunk. Um, And I did like how you mentioned you started as a community on Facebook. And I think that's perfect to tie in for today's topic, um, visibility and engagement. So if you don't mind me asking, how large is your community now and how long have you had it? Uh, We started uh, a little over two years ago. Um, it, It started again by the launch of a private Facebook group. And now we have the private Facebook group of about 1500 members in a public group of 1500 members. So I would say between all of our social media platforms, we are definitely over 3000 plus members. Well, that's, that's fantastic. So since Facebook was your primary platform, I think that's a great uh, start to our topic for engagement because I love working on Facebook groups myself for my, my clients and, and potential clients. And you know, Facebook does make it easy in regards to figuring out what days and times are the best to post. You know, the engagement might be confusing when you say you're looking into Facebook ads, but I feel that it's pretty straightforward when it comes to groups. And when you're trying to get people in to engage, I I have found myself utilizing a variety of different theme days, not just having consistent ones that you do each week, like you know, marketing Monday, follow Friday, people want a little bit of a variety. They want a mixture. And there are so many different theme days to use from Sunday through Saturday. You cannot get bored with it and you can customize it to your own specific niche. So that's, that's part of the reason why I, I love it myself. And, you know, having the ability and flexibility to change the cover photo as needed, depending on if you're doing a launch, you have a lead magnet you like to offer your audience. There's just so many different ways to go about it. So I know those, some of the things that I usually recommend right away to my audience when it comes to Facebook engagement. What about you, Stephanie? What do you do to get your audience to engage within your Facebook group? I would say uh, it really helps to um, have events like um, what really helped us to get the community engaged was our workshop Wednesdays every Wednesday. Yeah, like, uh, for example, we would talk on, you know, the topic of 
of a startup, right? Um, like how does every business owner in the community um, recommend someone that's starting a business? What what's the what are the things that you should think about, right? So um, not only do we have like business topics, we have um, like personal topics um, more personal to their life, like uh, how does a, a, um, a couple uh, manage co-parenting when they're separated and now they have a child in between them? You know, we've had uh, topics like that. We actually have a, um, a food segment that we do as well called Integrate Your Plate, where our sestras, that's what we call each other, our, our sestras, um, uh, all over the world may cook a dish in their kitchen. We've had one hosted from one of our members in Spain. Um, you know, uh, others, uh, in Costa Rica, uh, Panama, like you name it, different parts of the world that we have members. They would cook from their kitchen and we would tape it. And so that really helped us to stay engaged, just keeping the topics um, interesting and, um, and, and frequent, like keeping the community engagement um on a weekly basis. I like that. That is definitely a unique set of events from what I've seen other groups do, because I've seen other groups, you know, hold like say weekly Wednesday networking events. Um, I've seen things for virtual networking events in person, but mostly networking events is what I've seen. Whereas yours is, kind of has a unique twist so i i definitely like that and i'm sure that'll give our listeners who have facebook groups different ideas themselves to try and you know Mm -hmm. so i i love that i have to say um so do you have a variety of admins in your group as well or is it just a couple how do you guys structure that balance well um we want to make sure that we manage, um, especially in our private group, we manage the um, who can speak to our audience because our, our pretty much our code, because we are a sisterhood, is that we don't engage in uh, political conversations, religious conversations. We are multicultural and multi-ethnic, and we don't want to offend anyone. So Annette Hicks-Gill, my co-founder, uh, and I, uh, we try to keep to a limit who we give the authority to be an admin. So sometimes we give it to some people when they have a specific task that we uh, task them with, and then we take it away. So right now we, it's just Annette and I, and our, one of our virtual assistants, um, Charlene, that pretty much, you know, has access to posting anything. And she, she, she just does it because she's our social media manager, you know, for our organization in general, but we, we don't allow, we approve all posts for that reason. We don't want to offend anyone. No, I think that is very important to have the approved posts on because you need to be careful from people posting scam, scam, spam content, or whatever you want to refer to it as to people. Yes. Maybe something offensive. I think it's always best i recommend that for for anyone that i am giving strategy advice to always approve your post especially if it's a private group i mean if you have it open to the public and you just have it as more of say a hobby type of facebook group that might be a little bit different but when it comes to a private group especially for business you need to have that post approved by an admin and or moderator so i completely i completely agree with that Plus, 
you need to be careful who you do add, make an admin because there's so many different components to the background to having your membership questions posted appropriately and, you know, having all the themes, the, the topics that you want. And, you know, I, the membership questions, I feel are like the most, one of the most important aspects of the setting and organic marketing strategy because that's your opportunity to find out why they're joining your group. What do they expect from your group and your opportunity to collect an email organically by offering them to subscribe to say a free newsletter as an example. So I, I mean, that I feel is like one of the most important background things I go in and set up when I'm trying to create the content for individuals. And do, how do you utilize the membership questions? We, um, Actually, I don't think we have any. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> and we allowed them to skip over that part. It's not, I mean, I can understand why you say it's important, but we, we just allow, we just want them to accept the uh, the rules, you know, the group rules. And um, because we're very, it's, it, we're like no other women's empowerment organization in that it's very comprehensive. When we, we're about uplifting women in all aspects of life. There's not any one particular thing. So there's no, it, there's no one question or two or three questions that we can ask. We get them in the community and we're just there. It's really about service to women. So, um, uh, you know, we, we wouldn't even know where to start Like about a, a question. We just want them to not do certain things to offend the other women in the community. Mm, that's interesting. I think you're the first person in a very long time that has said they don't have membership questions in their group. So I, I could understand that because your group is probably a little more diverse than most Facebook groups. So it, it does make sense. But at the same time, I am still shocked by it. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, we're just, the, the uh, thing is too, it's not, we're a, um, we're an organization first and not a Facebook group. I mean, we started out, um, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have LinkedIn. The social media platform for us is not what's important. What's important is our organization and getting the word out about that. So we don't look at our members as just because they signed up in the Facebook group that they're members, you know what I mean? Our, our, it's There is a lot of members that are not on social media at all. And this is another reason we created our own space, vir safe virtual space, because not a lot of people do Facebook, run into them all the time or Instagram or LinkedIn. So that's why we created our own space where we believe where everyone could be feel welcome and safe and, and hopefully uh, feel free to engage, engage with us. No, that makes sense. Um, I haven't heard that so much from organizations that have been on Facebook. However, I am heavily involved in Clubhouse myself, and I have found people have created platforms or apps outside of Clubhouse to get the members from their now houses onto there and make them feel more comfortable and safe like that. So this, this is just a first with me for Facebook. So I think it, think it's pretty interesting to see. Mm -hmm. um, and then what other platforms do you utilize besides Facebook when it comes to trying to, you know, get a larger visibility? Do you dabble in LinkedIn at all being that you have a variety, variety of like different 
types of women in there or maybe do you dabble in Instagram? What's your second second platform? We we're actually on all major social media platforms. We have YouTube, we have LinkedIn, Session now on LinkedIn. You'll find us on Instagram as well. Um all the major uh social media platforms we're we're on there. Okay. If you just search Let- for Sestra now. Mm-hmm. Let me rephrase then, because I guess I didn't didn't access properly. Usually when I'm working with a client, I tell people focus on their one master platform that has the most ideal client on. Then I say, once you master that, go to the second social media platform that you feel your your most ideal client would be on. So for you, what is the master platform? And then is would you consider Facebook your master platform first? And then what would you be your secondary social media platform? Definitely Facebook is our major. And then the next would be Instagram, but it's mostly Facebook. Okay. Okay. Now I could see that with, with you as well, with your, um, your ICA, the ideal client avatar. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds good. Um, I, is there anything you would like to offer the audience at the moment? Any, you know, newsletters you have going on or any upcoming events that you would like to share with that's coming up in the next couple of weeks? Anything like that? Um, yes, I just like everyone to please like you can follow Sestra now on um, our social media platforms. As we mentioned, Facebook, we have a private group and a public group. So um, the the private group is Sestronaut LLC and the public group is Sestronaut International, right? The reason I'm asking you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram is that we are definitely counting down to the launch of our app for women. And we would like uh, everyone to take note of that, to follow us. And then when it's time, download it and give it a try. It's free for non-business owners or anyone that doesn't want a business page on it. It's free. Um, So, you know, another offer we have right now, which you can take advantage of by visiting our website, www.sustranow.com, is a $5 app waitlist. If you are a business owner and looking to promote and scale your business on an international level uh, via our platform, you can do so for free or for the cost of $5, 90 days you can get on our app and a business page and take advantage of all of our services uh, for 90 days free. And if after that time you want to continue on the app, you will pay the subscription price. So I I suggest before June 1st, you take advantage of that $5 payment. Um, That's the offer that I think that, um, uh, uh, you know, as we're marketing and as we're doing these, um, these um, media appearances, the word is getting out where it's very, people are being, women are being very receptive and um, it's best to get in early um, before the, the world really starts to hear about Sestra now. And then, you know, we, we don't, we don't know how much it's going to cost. So um, I would, I would suggest everyone take advantage of the $5 app waitlist, which you can do via our website. Well, you heard it here first lady. So if, if you want more information about that, please reach out to Stephanie. Um, Stephanie, if you want, you can, if they can reach out to you, maybe if they DM you the word, like say 360 Talk or 360 Talk Radio, just so you know where they heard you from, would that be beneficial as well? If they have any questions or? Yes, it- 
you, you can email me and, and say that you heard about me, you know, heard about Session Now on, um, you know, the 360 Talk Radio. Our email is info, I-N-F-O, at sestranow.com. Let me spell Session Now for everyone. It's S as in Sam, E, S as in Sam, T-R-A-N-O-W. Sestra, again, is sister, and now is Network of Women. So, Please follow us. Again, if you Google it, all of our information, our different um, um, social media uh, presence, you know, will be will come up and you can follow us. But feel free to email me directly as well. All right. Perfect. Um, and I'm, I was just going to take a moment to remind our audience that the 360 Talk Radio for Women app has been updated. It is live. So if you're listening on a different platform, Download the app to your phone. It's one of the easiest ways and most convenient ways to listen. And if you already are, let your friends know about it too. And in addition to my newsletter and clubhouse, I want to remind everyone if they want to find out more information about how I can help them strategize with organic marketing strategies to, you know, spark their engagement, increase their visibility. Just reach out to me. You can find me on all social media platforms. DM me the word ambitious because I love working with ambitious, goal-oriented entrepreneurs. And I can send you the link for a 15-minute, free 15-minute discovery call. Be happy to chat with you. Okay, so let's continue with our, our conversation. We've talked a lot about engagement, but I always like to ask everyone because I had a discussion about this recently on Clubhouse. What does visibility mean to you, Stephanie? Because for me, when you're out on social media, visibility will attract opportunities to, say, be on podcasts, opportunities for book collaborations. That's what visibility means to me when I'm working with my business. What about you with your business? What does it mean to you, visibility? Um, Visibility means actually touching the lives of women in a that's our audience women in a positive way so um by that i mean when we're actually contacted you know i hope i'm answering the question properly but what, when we're actually contacted by someone that's reaching out for our help and because that's what we do if they say um like today someone asked stephanie do you have any uh bankruptcy attorneys in your network you know, like like that to me means, you know, I'm there, I, I'm seeing, um, I'm doing what um, is the vision and mission for Session now, which is helping women in, you know, aspects in different aspects of life to just shorten the learning curve to help make their life a little easier. You don't have to Google that. Maybe I do so know someone, Annette and I are, you know, my co-founder and I are attorneys uh, for over 20 some years. So this is something that, that we can do easily to help someone that may not be in that field to know anything. So I think it's the, the contacts and the questions and the, the actual communication from uh, different women. Hmm. Let me see. Cause to me, I would I would describe that more as connection, relationship building, networking. That's how I would describe it. Maybe I wasn't maybe let me rephrase visibility because when we when I did a clubhouse room on it, I had some people say to me their to them visibility meant their website because that was their particular background. They felt that the visibility of their website was the most important aspect. To me, okay. I feel like 
you know, social media engagement is what leads to visibility opportunities, such as offers to be part of a book collaboration, offers to be on a podcast, et cetera. Like, does that make a little bit more sense? What yes, I'm asking? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say, you know, visibility means to me like what in terms, okay, what you're saying, I'm sorry if I didn't understand the question. Um, no uh, worries. Just, within the, just in, during Women's History Month, um, Annette and I have done several podcasts and, um, and interviews with different, um, you know, women's leaders. And so it, it's that, the, the fact that they are contacting us and, um, in yourself, like yourself on this radio show to, to tell the world who we are. Right. So I, I, I believe that now that we have all of those, um, audio interviews and, uh, videos that are out there, um, that, that's, that's visibility, right? Yes. Hopefully, you know, that qualifies as that. No, no, that definitely does because I I wanted to clarify what I meant a little bit more because when I did do the clubhouse room on this particular topic, I was surprised as to how many different ways people saw visibility. Everybody saw engagement in the same way, you know, by commenting in groups, on on posts, etc., but people's opinion of their visibility was different. Some people even said, oh, my branding is my visibility, you know, from their photography to, you know, their yeah. mission statement. Like everybody said something different. And it's always just intriguing to me to see how everyone sees that, because however you see it is how you want to portray your your brand and your marketing. So that's one of the True. reasons I was asking that question. Um, and then I will, I will say this since we do talk about social media, how do you feel your branding over the years has evolved and how has that changed your marketing over the years? I know that's a bit of a broad question, but I, I think it's appropriate. <laughs> um, I would say we, we're learning every day, right? You know, like as far as the branding goes and I, I believe that um, we've we're successfully building out our brand in terms of like they know, you know, our brand is 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 when you see Sister Now, it, to me the S stands for not only Sister Now but sisterhood, and um, they know that this means a safe space um, for women, and um, I guess we've we've established that by the things that we do. Um, by our community service initiatives and our um, the different events that we hold, like you said earlier, they're different, right? Than other than what other people do, we don't just we're not just about business owners and networking. We are about like the daily lives of women and talking about those topics that um, interest women, right? So um, you know, I think we we we've successfully branded ourselves as not just a business only, you know, that we are, actually, we like to call ourselves, you know, the the app that we're launching, the sister app, right? Because it's like all things that sisters do. We even have movie night so that we cook together. We watch movies together. We travel together. And yes, we network and we do business together. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. You know what I'll ask too about the color psychology, because that goes with branding and marketing. 
I know for myself, because I have labeled the types of people I like to work with is ambitious, goal-oriented entrepreneurs. So for me to attract those type of people, I actually like to use the colors black and red a lot. I feel like I get those types mm-hmm. of clients. But being you have such a broad range of different women in your in your group, in your organization, how did you guys decide what branding colors to use? Um, we use uh, Tiffany blue. <laughs> we just think that, like, I think, like, from the beginning, to me, like, that beautiful tur- Tiffany blue turquoise sort of color that we combine with a navy blue, which is the strength. So it's the beauty, and then it's the strength of women. And sometimes we just sprinkle in some yellow, you know, <laughs> in, in other colors, but those two colors together are, are pretty strong. And, um, you know, so, you know, I don't, I can't say like a lot of thought went into that, but it just worked for us. Right. It just worked. Those, those two colors together really um, work for us and everyone seems to, to love it. You know, I, I think most women do like blue. So I have to say that was yes. probably a safe, a safe bet on both of your yeah. part and to have a different range like that color contrast the dark with the light I always like that myself I mean I know even just from a decorating standpoint I like that myself um so you know that was actually a really really good idea to do I have to say yes the Tiffany you can do a lot of things with that with that Tiffany Tiffany blue you know but but those are our colors and and we've used different variations of it and it, it works for our marketing and promotions. I could definitely agree with that because I'm sitting here looking at my living room and I have um, a blue rug, a, a shade, different shade of a blue sofa. So you're absolutely yeah. right on that. <laughs> and yeah. I know I know my mother's favorite color is all shades of blue as well. So there you go, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so would you like to... Um, what final note would you like to leave our listeners with? Um, that I I would just like to, for everyone to understand that Sestra now is not in competition with any other women's organizations. Um, I think that, that, that some may think so, but really we see ourselves as an umbrella for all women's organizations in that, um, we just believe that there's not one place for women to come and to have their needs met. And we believe that it's not, it's not something that cannot be done, right? There, there is the potential and the possibility that there's one platform that could connect women all over the world for the goal of empowering each other and supporting each other. And so we see ourselves as the umbrella for all women's organizations. Understand that we want to help you to be your best selves, to promote your business, your organization to the world, and to allow women easy access to all the, the, the things that they need, the support that they need in this world. So we want, I would like to leave with that, that we are not in competition with you. We want to help you. And we have created an app that's for you. So please take advantage of it. 
And I I agree with you. I'll I'll end on this final note. It is not about competition. You know, I mean, I think when when a lot of um individuals start out when they're first building their companies, they may see other people as competition, but the truth of the matter is it's collaboration over competition. That's the best way to succeed by building those relationships. So I do want to put that out there, especially since this is a women's network. And I want to thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on. Um, I really appreciate you sharing about your organization and having a marketing conversation with me. And Mm -hmm. I want to invite our listeners, if you guys do want to continue the conversation with me about branding, organic strategy, Facebook, Clubhouse, any of those, or if you just think I might be of help to you and your commute and your business, please reach out to me and I'll send you the link for a free discovery call. So please tune in every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time for the radio show. And we will see you back again next week, everybody. Have a good one. Yeah.